0: Match day 23, Atletico-Ottawa nil, FC Edmonton nil Not ideal, but we still sit top of the table Plus, Patty got married, so let's fucking go the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dornan all season long, giving you uh, analysis, reactions, and hot takes, and... I was, I was, how are you feeling after uh, you got two days rest now, Patty? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, my uh, my wedding was on Sunday. Um, Johnny attended. It was uh, was it was an affair. Um, he he's barely 48 hours married, and he's yes, already talking you know, to I'm, you. Yep, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing doing all right. Um, you know, kind of disappointed a little bit that they didn't put some more points on the board, but we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Um uh for those of you out there, this is gonna be a bit of a short episode just because I am currently recording it in between packing and going to the airport, so I can fly back to <laughs> Europe. So let's talk, do it. Talk
0: about dedication, talk about dedication. Had the wedding, and then he's flying back to Latvia today in what, two and a half hours, something like that. Two yeah, two and two and a half two and a half hours. Yeah. Crazy. So, so yeah. It's gonna be a quick one, quick and dirty. <laughs> let's do it. Nil-nil match anyway, it's not a huge deal. Um, so yeah, draw. We were both there. Vibes were immaculate. They were. Couldn't get the goal. Um, most. The, the, more, the more thing to talk about is really the referee performances. Oh, yeah. The, we will have a little bit all, of this. All st- of that shit, really. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was cool to see Boos and Antoniak starting. Um, I mean, obviously, that has probably something mm. to do with under 21 minutes, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would guess. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the weather was beautiful. It was a little hot. But uh, we won the yeah. coin toss, which was weird. Um which was weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so for those of you that don't know, the head referee was our favorite head referee, Ben Hoskins. Um Mm -hmm. normally I'm not super harsh or directive on refereeing, because like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, whatever. I know we talk about it on last podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. Ben Hoskins is atrocious. He is an atrocious referee. (laughs) And I'm not saying that just as an ATO fan, but as someone Mm -hmm. who watched the breakdown in that game and like man. I'm not like I said we're going we're probably going to talk about it mail I guarantee you there's some mailbag questions about it. Yeah. Um so so we'll we'll touch on that really here. Um for the game itself I mean uh, I got to give Edmonton credit honestly. Um I think a lot of people have have quote unquote written them off as the uh, as the wooden spoon team this year. Um, but they came out swinging man. I was yeah. I was impressed for the first, you know, 10 15 20 minutes.
0: They're like two was it two wins in a row for them now? Didn't they just beat Halifax before uh, before us too? Yeah. So they're yeah in between so they, then or yeah. yeah. But I mean they're 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 clicking at a crucial time. Well, it's not a crucial time because they're already out of the playoffs. So it doesn't matter for them. But they're clicking at a perfect time to start fucking over other teams just like <laughs> we did last season. And you know what? I bet their fans are. You know, at least there's something to look forward to now.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Going, to, going away
0: to the top of the table and uh, taking two taking, points off of the league. league. Yeah. This is like. That's some sen Sicko shit right there. Yeah, they're uh, they're
1: they're playing the spoiler. That's for sure. And I mean, I think we saw yeah. it out there. Um, it was it was a chippy match, um, honestly. Yeah. And you could you could probably argue that I mean, potentially, Coke, the coach of FC Edmonton, um, sent them out for a little bit of blood from the top of the table team. Um, wow. It's not unheard of, like Johnny yeah. said, for eliminated teams to sabotage other teams, i.e., Atletico <laughs> last year when we made sure Halifax didn't make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, it's, I just think it becomes less acceptable every season only because when we talk about what they were doing out there, it some some of the challenges I'm going to say, including that challenge, I think it was like the 93rd minute on Antoniuk, was, mm-hmm. was, I mean, to me that wasn't, you weren't trying to get the ball, they were trying to hurt people. And I I think think
0: that would have been I think Antonia was off or who was it at the end would have been someone else. But I know which challenge you're talking about. It was and and that's that's the thing. It's like, okay, if you're going to like chippiness, like shithousery, faking cramps, something like that. That's I mean, that's it's not the beautiful game, but that's fair game to me. You know what I mean? If that's the type of game you want to play, that's how you go and you get a point away. It, more power to you but you know obviously once it once it uh starts rolling into actual you know violence then maybe uh maybe that's not really the way to do it
1: well and and that, i think that's just it i think everybody who was at the stadium um you know i remember even one of the security guards like i guy's down by the front uh, at the end of the game and the security guard who was standing there literally like turns around and is laughing and he's like man this ref has just lost it. Like, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. completely lost control of the, of the game, yeah. um, which is the hardest part because once you kind of see that control as the, as the, you know, the grown up quote unquote on the field, um, yeah. stuff like that's going to happen. Injuries are going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have all kinds of stuff like that. And, and that's not the spirit of the game. That's not what the yeah. beautiful game is. So to put Ben Hoskins out there and have him do what he did to me is unacceptable. Um, but, you know, that's what we got after after Friday's match. So that's what we got.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's. I had brought a bunch of friends um, with me as well, and I think they're probably a little scared of me now because of how much I was yelling at the referee. <laughs> it was getting it was getting a little out of hand. I had to snap out of it for a second. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like <laughs> they're not used to this shit.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I do think ATL played a played a good kind of first te- first fifteen of each half um so out of the gate we played well um but then yeah the next 30 minutes both in the first and second half were kind of just back and forth football um it was it was it was a bit impressive in my opinion because it was like this absolute deadlock stalemate between two coaches that were trying to like you know get get one over on each other um Mm -hmm. and yeah some people say like oh those kind of matches aren't thrilling to watch but but i enjoyed it because to me that's that's part of the essence of soccer or football is, is that kind of, you know, the minds of two coaches kind of battling it out on the field with the players they've got.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, like, I agree as well. It's, it was really a masterful like mid game midfield and defensive game from both teams. Yeah. Um, not a lot, not a lot of tooth in either of the attacks. I don't think anyone had a big chance. Uh, we had one shot on target. They didn't have any. Yeah, um, But uh, no, our, as our board, Joey said, you know, with the saying some for some coaches, a game played in the midfield that ends in nil, nil draw is like a perfect game. If, if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> so some people might have watched that and salivated. It's, it's oh, so oh, true. This is chess, baby. This is
1: chess <laughs> right here. That's true. It's true. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if we look at it from a stats perspective, you know, possession was 55-45 in favor of ATO. Um, we doubled their shots, but didn't capitalize on them. Obviously, corners. I mean, you know, that
0: you, we we say double, but I mean that's six. To yeah, that's not a lot. lot There's
1: nine shots. Them, anyway. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, or uh, your one of your favorite stats, corners. We had ten of them. Yeah, they had two. 10, ten, to, ten to two. Really, that's the only one that we edge by a large margin, yeah. and probably shows that. You know, we were at home, so we were a little, we were still a little bit more attacking because we were at yep. home. So the, the corners show that we were obviously in there, and we're, they were in ours. But other than that, it's not uh, not too friggin' much to separate the two, is there?
1: No, no, unfortunately, and I know a lot of us were really, re- really gunning for three points um, to kind yeah. of wide in the gap in the top four um mm, yeah. and you know we came away with one and and we're lucky that that um that valor won their game as well now they're in the top four but it also prevented uh forge from from creeping up on us which was nice
0: that is true that is true as, as much as we're disappointed with not getting the three points we are still sitting top of the table and um as earlier in the season cargo said as far as cavalry issues. i think they were playing uh, Val, Val Valor- oh, Valor and Forge, or Valor was it Forge? Forge? Okay, they yeah. played them. They played them twice in a row, and they beat him twice. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> even better. So yeah, so so we still sit top of the table. And like Cargo said earlier in the season, if you're not going to win, then don't lose. Yep, yeah, and and we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: we edged them on pretty much every dual category, which was cool. Um, was and uh, crazy, crazy fact. Uh, we had 473 passes, 86% accuracy. Which meant we outpassed Edmonton. It's the first time we've done this uh, since August 13th when we lost to Pacific. So oh, crazy. outpassing another
0: outpassing another team exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. No, that's not a thing that we normally do. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to seem too like, oh yeah, we're influential. But I mean, you think Edmonton's kind of been watching the way that we've been playing against the bigger teams in the league and being like, you know what? That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Gareth boring football
0: that's how you do it yeah exactly <laughs> or are we just gonna out ato ato and I mean, they kind of did yeah well they um, did. I, mean, I mean or they I at least keep- matched us yeah i mean when i saw their such either keeper like doing the whole injury thing i was like but nathan did that two games ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we talk about it like we're like always like oh man we love that shit, Hazard. and then when someone does it to yeah. us we're like
0: Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. This is not the beautiful game. This is bullshit. <laughs> but that's what makes us an ATO podcast. You don't Yeah. Like exactly. To go fucking listen to something else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so you got anyone on your standouts list uh, this week there, John? Standouts, it's for me, it's the defense, you yep. know, Becky, Espeo, just um, forget, even Suzoko, I think, played a good game. Uh, I even like Tiso, I like Tiso out there. Yeah, I Tiso was great. I mean, he was slotting back in the back three early on, and then he started bombing up the wing, sort of overlapping later on. And I mean, there were some like errant crosses and some sort of not great plays. Sometimes he Sometimes when you try to be a little too cute against a, a team that's basically just playing to defend for their lives, it's not going to work. So when it doesn't come off, you get frustrated. But I mean, he was so full of creativity and ideas, and yeah. just piss and vinegar that I think, uh, yeah, I think he played a blinder too. Well, was... and it's
1: it's it's nice to see Max kind of back on this list because we talked oh, about him for a while and for a long time yeah. he was on the disappointments list. Um, so yeah, solid game from him. And you know, he played the whole game, all ninety minutes. Yeah, uh, 86 clicking
0: again which is yeah. nice to see. It's, good. Uh, it's nice to be able to rel- rely on him. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Something.
1: But Yeah, 86% accurate passes, 100% dribbles, 100% tackles, 100% aerial duels and four recoveries. So, you know what?
0: See, th- <laughs> this is this is really really great cuz I know before when he would be doing when he'd be doing well, it was like, oh, his defensive stats though they're not good. So, it's good that he's got a back three behind him, but seeing him slot into the back three and be defensive as well as be able to push forward himself, it's Yeah.
1: It kind of it kind of shows, I think, that a little bit of work has gone into Maxime, and and it's showing on the field yeah. in the last few yeah. games.
0: Yeah, um, Well, I think a lot of work has been going on that left flank uh, in general. I mean, well,
1: and if we can see it, that sure as shit means Cargo can see it, which means everyone else in the league can see it, and, and all the other teams. Yeah. If you watch any of the, the previous games, most teams that have a high like a high press attack, you know mm-hmm. the Forges, the Cavalries to an extent, are were um, really hammering down on our on our left. For that reason, because I think they just knew yeah. that was our like kind of weaker area. Um, and so it's nice to see Maxime kind of come out of his shell a little bit and, and lock it down over there. So we're not constantly worrying about, you know, the left wing collapsing and getting dumped yeah. on. So,
0: no, absolutely. Well, I mean, we also started Maxime and Perez at the same yes. time, both on yeah. the left side. And I, I think that's I liked um, it. I liked it. I think it's a pretty winning combination right there. (laughs) Yeah, agreed.
1: Agreed. Yeah, it's nice to see Ivan out there. That's that's good. Um, Drew Becky, I mean, I got to say, he's probably the the standout of the standouts. Uh, Man, that guy is so good at being a captain. Like, the way that he not only dealt with the defense on the field and kind of making sure our formation stayed strong – Um, on the few attacks that uh, Edmonton did have. But on top of that, he's also dealing with Ben Hoskins on the regular um, for a game that that was largely out of control. Um, So, I mean, Drew had great stats. He won all of his aerial duels. He had 100% tackles won, 87% accurate passes. Great stats, but also just the fact that he was his true captain, Drew Becky self, which was awesome to see.
0: No, it's, it's, he, uh, I mean, it's funny was we were, as you say, on the pitch and, you know, even off the pitch, he was on, uh, on one soccer there with, uh, with Gareth. Oh, Gareth yeah. Game.
1: <laughs> yeah, we well,
0: got to watch Gareth Wheeler backpedal so hard. That was embarrassing. <laughs> eh? I I think, uh, I think Dan Duff said it on the hot stove. It was like, I think Gareth Wheeler got a talking to from, uh, from his bosses because he was basically just an obedient lapdog for that entire segment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of good to see See though that like to me that says something about the the growing nature of the sport is when mm. we have enough fans and not just ATO fans but just CPL fans in general um who are watching the game who are paying attention who are watching the one soccer today like all that stuff mm. and when they see uh, someone do something like that and they start to call it out on like Twitter and Instagram and social mm. media it's it's very indicative of the the growth of the league to see how that lit a fire under the ass so to speak of the one soccer management to say like hey you. You, you can't just go and say that with like no basis, essentially. Um, it's you know, it's fine to give hot takes, it's fine to be the heel, which is like what he loves yeah. to do, but you can't just go on a rant about how you think a team is boring and it's like, man, like, they're not just because well, they're playing defensive football doesn't mean it's boring.
0: <laughs> well, it's growing, it's just, like you said, it just shows how the culture is growing because now there's enough people that it creates it's not just one or two people that are like, oh, that was a shitty thing to say when legitimate backlash happens, yeah, and then you see them, you know. Uh, uh do things as a result of that as yep. a reaction to that then that's sort of like oh okay like people are watching this and people do have opinions about this and maybe we do have to watch the way that we approach punditry you yeah because that wasn't sure. punditry that was just that was just tiktok bullshit so.
1: yeah it was just a, it was just a rant um yeah. so yeah um and the, probably the other one i put in here and again you <laughs> talked to the whole defense but diego speo like
0: <laughs> always, always
1: in forever. Yeah 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 he uh so so ATO for the game just so for those of you listening had 44 ground duels that we won mm-hmm. and 20% of them just over 20% of them were won by Diego Espail. <laughs> <Like, laughs> the man is just like 19 years old just raking in like win, winning tackles. Um so it's it's really cool that like he's never played a program really like before he came here. Um and I, I we love having him and again I don't want to fall in love with Diego but like, I think, I think it's too late guys. Yeah. I think, I think we're all, we're all in Diego's heart right now. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think so. And I mean, you know, seeing him going to park Omega with Miguel Acosta on their day off as well. It's like, can you just sign, can you sign here? Like me yeah. did and stay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I also love, Yeah, I man. I just, I love the
1: camaraderie that the, that, that the players, like they seem to have even off the pitch, like the fact that they, yeah. you know, like, occasionally like when they're on a card, like when Becky showed up to the GCP or, or after a game, we've had like players come to the GCP and it's like, what other sport do you have? that you are like, Oh yeah, I just watched you play a game and like cheered for you for 90 minutes. Yeah. And then you roll <laughs> it and have so a good. beer with us. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's it's a video of Diego, Diego and Vlad, like tying up Marco's luchador mask or something like, yeah. Game. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. So we love you, Diego. Never leave. Yeah please or go back to Spain and just absolutely kill it. Yeah. Or
1: that, I, mean, I mean, we're, we're proud of you either way. But we love, we love having you in our lineup. Yeah. I
0: hope, I hope Cholo Simeone is watching this, <laughs> He's watching you play and just kill it over here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, speaking of Vlad, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it to be honest. I mean he only played 20 minutes. He, always, he only played 20 minutes. So yeah, but I mean fuck man, like it's it's we're it, right at the time we got what? Just, uh, uh, 5 games left to go on the season. I yep. mean, obviously the experiment is done. He was basically a ghost. He didn't do anything. He doesn't do anything most of the time. And like I'm not going to shit on him anymore. I'm not going to because like it just didn't work and that's fine. Yep. And you know, I just I I don't
1: think the CPL is for him because I think he yeah. may be more uh useful or talented yeah. in a league that's more attack heavy so like liga mx or any of the leagues that are like very attacking whereas i find the cpls a lot more defensive play yeah. and so be- especially in ATO. so because of that he doesn't get all the chances as a as a finisher which is his his yeah. niche he doesn't get those chances because we're a counter-attack we're, at, we're a low block and then counter-attack team and if you're not going to you know fit into that role, then it's unfortunate. Like, I think there's a good player. There is a good player there for sure. I just, I just, I just think like, it's not for our formation or our strategy at ATO.
0: It just didn't, it just didn't work. And you know, that's not a a big deal. It it happens, you know, especially, especially in, in, in an organization like ours where, Oh, okay, here's a guy who's on loan from our Mexican affiliate club. So it's not like we went out there and grabbed the best player available. It probably wasn't even Cargo's decision to bring him in. Maybe it was top brass was so like, "Listen, we want this young guy to get to get more experience. Here, so yep. We'll send him up here." And as long as we run an organization like that, then moves like this are going to happen. Well, and, right? and I, I
1: think I mean, it, it, again, you look at other players. Like even if we look at Belu Tabla, for example, like he didn't slot into several teams. Obviously, he was at Barcelona and then Montreal, and, and look how he's been playing i mean i say that but he's actually on my disappointments list this week but but overall (laughs) overall i do think Tabla has thrived in our in our formation and so that's what happens when you take a player who has a certain play style or skill set and you put them into a a strategy that complements that skill set and i just think that again vlad's not you know we're not complimenting his skill set which isn't setting him up for success in my opinion
0: yeah yeah yeah, basically, and I mean that's that's uh, you know that's all I want to say about Vlad. He's been nothing yep. but a, a nice, smiley guy, and I hope he goes back to Mexico and has great success. But I mean, we can't deny that it obviously hasn't really uh, worked out that well here. Yep,
1: yep. So, um, but yeah, speaking of Blue Tableau, I mean, I don't think Balu had a particularly good game. I think a lot of it, again, was just we were using lo- like he only had thirty two touches and he lost sixty four percent of his ground duels. Like, it's not yeah. it wasn't an awful performance by Balu by any stretch, but I just. It was less than I think we've come to expect from Balu out there on the field, um, so there's a little bit of a fizzle. So I'm hoping that it's just a little blip on the radar, and next week, yeah. you know, he'll be back in form against uh, Pacific on Sunday. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's we're we're at the point now where everyone knows that when you play against Baloo Tabla, you have to put two or three players on him at all times. You right? have to. You have to. Some, and, you know, sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes. But, I mean, it's, and then you get a game like this where he doesn't really get to finally break through until, like, the last 10 minutes. You know, he had that chance that curled a little wide. Um, he had that dribble into the box where, if I want to talk about disappointments, I think his dive, trying to get that penalty, yes. was, yeah. was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I um, I was pretty disappointed seeing that. It was a blatant dive when I watched it uh, from the dove, and it was a blatant dive when I watched it again afterwards. And... Yeah, I rewatched like it. are going to go, yeah. I
1: rewatched it yeah, and I was like,
0: I can't believe he didn't get a card for that to be honest. Like, yeah, no, they definitely deserved a card for that. And it's like, man, like you obviously you got the contact when you were in the box. If you're going to go down with a contact, go down when the contact happens and don't take two steps and then go down afterwards yeah. again. Especially when you could have one shot, two Cut it over to uh, Vlad, or three, cut it over to Ollie. They were both in the box, yeah, available the to receive a pass. Except you took the worst option, which was to do a piss-poor attempt at a dive, and I just, I, obviously it was desperate, we were in the dying moments of the game, but I mean, there was just three better options that you could yep. pick. Yep,
1: so, man, that's, you know, that's how we ended in a nil-nil draw, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, exactly. It just, yeah. it just wasn't our day
1: it wasn't but uh, we go again this weekend <laughs> yep,
0: we go again yeah speaking of going um, again areas for improvement what do you i'm going to, do? I'm to, going
1: to say long balls Pacific honestly player. like yeah ato yep. we we play the long like the long ball to fuel our counter it's almost like we'll get possession and then immediately switch directions and there's always usually a long ball with a run on by someone on the wings or whatever for a cross um, mm-hmm. but when you only have 56% of your long balls going to where they wanted to it doesn't exactly help our counterattack. Uh, so I mean I, I just would like to see maybe more deliberate long passes by like, the dump and chase that we saw on Friday.
0: Well it's hard it's obviously hard to do against a team that's playing deep because yep. um you know if they're if they're really gunning for it and they're playing and they're pushed up the pitch then you can really get a good long ball and have a run in behind because there's space to allow it but i mean yeah. when they've got five or six players back then you're long balling to their defenders and they're just going to head it back out and that's what we yep. saw over and over again
1: yeah and that could be fixed in this case by just being more deliberate i think with the ball and making sure it lands on the feet or the chest or you know whatever of a, a, a striped shirt and not you know yeah. just dumping it into the Edmonton defensive end
0: yeah and obviously we've seen that it can work it happened against it worked against cavalry it works yep. against halifax it's worked against multiple teams and um but now when they're defending you know, that deep honestly exactly exactly so maybe you know either we just do it better or maybe we start coming up with new ideas when it's not working you <laughs> yeah know? true and, and, may, and understand why it's not working and then take a different approach yeah yeah agreed agreed yeah All right. Well, I think we should talk about it. Um, I think it's that it's that it's that time. I wish I had a jingle for it for the Ben Hoskins. uh, (laughs) (laughs) CCSG. CCSG
1: Hopkins. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, my apologies. I'm going to get us up on a soapbox here a little bit. We need to talk about Ben Hoskins as as a a referee. Um, I posted so actually before the game, I posted a screen cap complaining that he was assigned as the head ref at TD Place. Um, And and honestly, a bunch of keyboard warriors from other supporters groups and, you know, other CPL fans came out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. uh, And we'll say like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be complaining about the referee and yeah, well, guess what? Guess what? God, did he ever prove me right in that match
0: (laughs) (laughs) from the opening
1: whistle whistle to the absolute fracas that happened Mm -hmm. at the end of the game? Like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I personally think he was a disgrace on the field. Like, I don't think he had control for one minute of that entire game. I don't think he should be allowed to officiate in Ottawa personally, because I've seen his behavior in our games. And I mean, I don't think he's a good offici- official in general, but I don't think he should be, he should be assigned to games in Ottawa now. Um, and again, you know, in my opinion, I just think the league needs some better mechanism of review for referees performance. Um, I would love to see it, whether or not that happens is up to the league. Um, and I mean, maybe, You know, we take a page out of the Gareth Wheeler saga that we just went through and and put up a little bit of pressure and say, like, hey, listen, we're fine with, you know, some of the referees. Some of them are are better than others, but there's one who is particularly bad and he ruins every game that he's touched that I've watched every game. I'm like, man, like what is going through this guy's mind when he's making some of these calls or not making some of these calls? And it went both ways. There were even calls again, like against ATO that I was like, like, are you? Are you blind? Like how the fuck did you not see that?
0: Like <laughs> so the inconsistency that kills me. Yeah, right? well, it's just it. Gonna, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna call soft fouls, cough soft fouls the whole game. Great, yeah. But but the fact that it's wildly inconsistent, it's like, oh, that was a foul, but that wasn't, that doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. Sense. And
1: I mean to me, proofs in the pudding. Uh he performed so poorly that at the end of the game, I'm pretty sure he had to be escorted out by security. So yeah. that should tell you everything you need to know about how well he officiated the game um and yeah so it's just and man him red carding cargo for time wasting like jesus yeah, we're, fucking we're, christ
0: we're nil nil like at the end of the game against <laughs> know. the bottom of the table too. yeah we're time wasting at home okay yeah with 81 minutes like in
1: a zero zero draw like Jeez and if you rewatch christ. like i rewatched the game and it looks like cargo like caught the ball and I was trying to give it to the Edmonton player or what, from so that the ATO bench wasn't going to fuck with it. And that's what that's that's what Ben Hoskins caught. I was like, "Are you?" And I was like standing right behind the ATO bench at that point, and I was like, "I cannot believe that you just gave Carlos Gonzalez a red card, straight red for time wasting. Like unreal, unreal. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's it's. I mean, it, I, I I feel like." I don't. If it's a straight, rate, if it was, if it was just time wasting, then I think it was. It deserved a yellow, yeah, probably. Great. I watched the again, and I'm like, Super. okay, he's kind of holding on to it, and then the guy tried to grip it from him. I don't know if he would even look at the guy who was ripping it from him if he knew it was an Edmund player. Maybe he thought it was one of his own players or something. I don't know what it was. If he was actually time wasting, he's an idiot, but he's not an idiot, so I don't think that's what he was doing. No, but um. Whatever it was definitely deserved a yellow at the most. So a straight red w- w- was, for me, just absolutely bonkers. There's a yeah. reason why every everyone – I mean, you can even hear from the from the Edmonton bench. You can hear someone yell, that's a fucking yellow. If you watch yeah. it on the on, the, on yep. the broadcast, you can hear the Edmonton bench say, that's a fucking yellow. And I'm like, yeah, sure, if that is a yellow. But, but a again, red.
1: Johnny, you just, proved, <laughs> you just proved the point. If the other team who the offense was committed against, quote-unquote, yeah. for time-wasting – yeah. Is also saying it should be a yellow. Then why are you yeah. giving out a red card? Like yeah. you're just being an asshole at that point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's, that's his specialty, right? He wants it to be the Ben Hoskins show. So he makes it the Ben Hoskins show. He's like a shitty Mike Dean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Well, worse, anyway,
0: with worse hair, with what you have worse hair than a bald guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So anyway,
1: um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, he's a, he's a disgrace to the league. but, um, again, no, it was that's my personal opinion as a co-host of this podcast.
0: Yep, I mean, you know, it's it's this it's the second time he's he's uh, taken a, a goal away from us off a corner for yep. no good fucking reason. As yep. well all happened last season and it happened again this season. It's just, yeah, no. I mean, we talk. And it, what 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 really grinds my gears is when uh, people from other clubs make have this meme that we are the only ones that complain about the refs. God, oh, it's complete complete nonsense. Everyone complains about the refs every fucking game. So it, like, shut up. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, look at what happened in Halifax at uh, their game this weekend.
0: Yeah, the, and I mean, look at well, look what happened with the first uh, Valor Forge game—the big friggin' scuffle up at the end, you know? It yeah, was just but like, like again, completely to me, lost control of the game exactly. Games. And in and, and
1: this case, that's exactly what happened. Was he just yeah. he didn't have control of the game? And you have if you're going to be an efficient in a professional level league of any sport, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. cannot allow the game to get away from you. And he did so. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, just yeah yep so anyway um now that i've gotten that off my chest god it feels <laughs> <laughs> that feels good
0: good. did feel
1: good, oh know. man i just remember how like angry i was at the game yeah. like so yeah. angry on me too me so too. anyway whatever
0: <laughs> um oh, yeah. so walking yeah walking away i was like all right let's go drink all the beers because <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> and we did <laughs> and we sure did for the next couple days too oh boy <laughs> yeah all right. Well, you've heard enough from us. Now it's time to hear from you. CCSG Mailbag. Mailbag.
1: It's the mailbag. This is the part of the show where we take questions, comments, queries, concerns, hot takes, cold takes, whatever you want to send to us, jokes, memes, uh, and we'll uh, we'll address them as best we can. Um, and it's huh. one of the best parts of uh, being a member of CCSG is that you get this free segment of the podcast just for you. Um, so... Let's uh let's kick her off. Uh, okay, well first <laughs> this, question. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a funny <laughs> one to be
0: first. I'm gonna bump it off to you because okay. we just talked about this. How dangerous is it when refs like Hoskins lose control of a match like he did on Friday?
1: Um very honestly, it's very dangerous. I I know like anyone that's played any level of competitive football knows the passion and the and the adrenaline that goes into being out there on a field, especially when you're in a game that was this tight, that was pretty chippy. And then to have a referee completely oblivious to what was happening and then like, like players are going to start getting injured. And that's, mm. that's to me, the biggest danger is like, you're going to have the, you know, the, to me, like the Darwin Nunez moment where someone headbutts someone else or whatever. And like, that's what happens when, when, when there's a loss of control by the efficiency, the game is supposed to be structured. It's a structured game. You talked about it. it's like a, like a physical chess match, right? It's supposed to be a match of skill. a match of strategy and when the game gets away people let their emotions get away from them a little bit we have what we saw which was you know bench clearing arguments and red cards for coaches and all that other bullshit so like i'm like man to me it's it's just an extreme risk that we don't have to take because there are referees within this league that are competent and good and fair and when we see something like that to me it's extremely dangerous because also it it undermines to me. It undermines the integrity of the game because now people, players, think they can get away with a lot more. So they're yeah. going to try a lot more. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my piece yeah. on it. I think it's very dangerous. I I don't yeah. think Hoskins should be refereeing anymore. um yeah. Because when it's you're a not, risk when to the players.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. When you're not an authority figure and people don't see you as an authority figure, it emboldens them to, uh, like you say, try and get away with shit. Mm. And uh, that's what we see happening. Yep. Yeah, that's what we see happening. So now it's dangerous. Good question. <laughs> Good question.
1: Yeah. All right. uh, I'll I'll shoot one to you here. Corners and set pieces have seemingly been a weak point for our lads this season. We have more than enough opportunities in the game against Edmonton between free kicks and corners, but haven't been able to convert. What needs to improve on that front to capitalize on the opportunities? And should we be playing it short more often rather than fire it into the box?
0: Um, I think I would like to see playing it short more often. I think we've done some tricky short corners sometimes, especially yes, we we have... Yeah, we've got like and you know, playing it short to Balu, and then you know, cutting back, and then him getting a nice pass low, somewhere dangerous. Um, Ollie Bassett is not the best corner kick taker. He's pretty inconsistent. Doesn't beat the first man a lot. Um, whenever we have a corner or we have a free kick, I'm not necessarily like my heart doesn't start racing because I'm not expecting us to do anything from it, and that's yeah. never a good thing. You know, like it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's not a yeah, it's, it's not exactly somewhere you want to be. Well, exactly. And I mean, you know, not taking advantage of set pieces, it's like it's like leaving money on the table. You know, like it's a free space that you should be able to try and be threatening from. And I don't know why we're not. I don't know if it's if it's just a weak spot in our coaching. I don't know if it's because we don't have a whole lot of tall players. Maybe, you know, it's it's I don't know what it is, but I think being more dangerous off set pieces is like the last piece of the puzzle for the type of uh, Atletico counterattacking team that we are. You (laughs) know, like. Like being really good on free kicks and corners is like something a team that wears red and white stripes should be, whether it's Atletico, whether it's Stoke City. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you should be able to do really well. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I can. the only other time I can I, I can think of two times we scored off a corner. Twice we're ruled off by Ben Hoskins. But um, I think the Shocker. only other time I remember, yeah, the only other time I remember scoring off a corner, twice. One was uh, Chris Manella took a corner in Halifax and uh, Ryan Telfer headed it in. Um, another one was uh, also against Halifax. It was our first goal ever at home, which uh, went off of Drew Becky's head and then went off of Malcolm Shaw's head and went into the net. And that's only well, because and Halifax I mean, are pretty notoriously bad with defending. Uh, set true, picks. true. <laughs> I, and I
1: mean, t- technically, I mean, if we're, if we're counting corners, I mean, Kevin Allman's curler was basically a corner game.
0: <laughs> it was from out there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, you know, based on where we are in this season, I think playing it short more often is something that we should try doing because, obviously, it's not working when we
1: try. Yeah, long ball. balls are, are a little bit of an area for improvement.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Patty, would you yes. rather push for first and subsequent home field advantage slash bragging rights by playing first teamers and cutting it close with the minutes, or would you try and get the minutes and then some and then maybe risk first?
1: Um. So the the diehard ATO CCSGE fan in me wants to say, like, fuck the haters. We're going to get me first place, top of the table. We're going into yeah. the playoffs in first place. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the my brain when my brain kicks in, I'm like, okay, we could <laughs> potentially do that. Um, the risk that creates is, A, we're still trying to get under 21 minutes. But yeah. Cargo has assured us it's going to happen. So, you know, I'm going to take that one off the table. But, B, I mean, we're... We need the, again. We talked about it, I think a recent podcast. We need the gas in the tank to to get us through the playoffs. Um, I would love to see us in first. I think it would put us in, in an amazing position to potentially play the finals in in Ottawa at Lansdowne, which should be unreal. Um, but do I think you know we should put first teamers on or under twenty one players on and risk it to try and just like get the rubber on the or hit, get the rubber on the pavement and then run out the rest of the season with under twenty one minutes? I mean, I think at some point somebody's got to give. So depending on how many minutes we get kind of the next couple of games, that's going to dictate what happens um, close to the end of the season. I think it's probably, un- unfortunately, um, so please don't hate me, ATO fans out there. Uh, I think it's probably more likely we'll sit in second or third place going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, which I'm okay with as well. Um, Cause you know, to me, like, we talked about the start of the season. I think we said like when the Ottawa started going on the run, we were like, yo, imagine if we made the playoffs, that would be a victorious <laughs> season. And, and then now we're like sitting job at the table. We're like, yo, what happens if we get first place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nuts.
0: It's actually yeah, nuts. So,
1: so yeah, so I would, I would maybe like, I would like to see more of those new players start. Um, rather than us just trying to flex, you know, as much as I want to flex. Uh, I think we have to get the minutes.
0: Yeah. See, it's funny. I'm going to weigh in here because I basically feel the exact opposite. Let's do it. <laughs> Mostly because for, for a couple reasons. One, I think the fucking storyline of going literally worst to literally first is too good. Oh, to yeah. Real Cinderella up. story. For too sure. good to pass out. And, I mean, you don't have to win the playoffs still considered worst to first. You finish first, you could still, you know, whatever, whatever. You made a good run, but, like, you know, worst to first for the first time ever is hilarious. Um, also. It's <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, real troll shit, I love it Yeah, real troll shit But um, also, as far as under 21 minutes goes I mean, I don't think throwing a bunch of the under 21 minute players Who are obviously not starter quality Near the end Is the best way to prepare for playoff football No, no, a good
1: point
0: You know what I mean? I don't think benching our actual starters Just so that we can overload on the minutes Is like the best idea And for my money, I feel like we should Literally just cut into the limit At the 11th hour we should get just as much as we need to get because we left it this long. Our under-21s are clearly not starting material, as we saw from everyone except uh, Zakaria Bahu so far. I mean, they're great players. They're great for cameos. But they're obviously not starters, and they're not the ones that are going to be you know, winning the playoffs for us when we get there. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. No, obviously, we're going to get the minutes, but uh, I think that has to be, you know, uh, reined in and basically just meet the threshold. And then that's it. We don't need to. uh, There's no fucking trophy for uh, getting, you know, getting lots of under 21 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. True. True enough. All right. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah.
1: No, I like it. I like it. Um, Okay. We saw Vlad back on the pitch. And once again, he couldn't make good on his plays. Any tips for breaking up with a striker that keeps coming back and breaking our hearts?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh there's yeah, there's a second part to that one. My question is, do we know what the league mandated minutes for over twenty-one Mexican forwards is? And please tell me that we're bloody close to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's shade. I mean, you know, we already talked about Vlad earlier. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't.
1: Time, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, what more can we say? Honestly, I think we said in the last three or four episodes. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's,
0: yeah, it's it, you know it, obviously it's uh, the the experiment's over. It was fun. It was fine. I had a fun song. We got to sing it once. Yep. Uh, got, yeah, to watch, got to watch him bag a pen that he almost missed, and uh, <laughs> yeah So like like we said, hopefully he goes when he came here. Um Atletico San Luis fans were actually on Twitter um, upset that they were loaning this guy and then keeping their other striker. So maybe he goes back and then does the business for them. And, yep. you know, yeah. I, I hope he does. I'll be keeping tabs on it. Honestly, me too. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, that's stuff about Vlad. Um, this is this is a really good one here with uh, with Valor's recent run of form creating a tighter playoff race. How do you see the under twenty one minutes being resolved? I'm worried we won't clinch in time to have a throwaway game where we play a bunch of under twenty one players and don't really care about the result. Um, I mean they're really breathing down the necks. They're making it, it. It's it's the fact that we can't clinch as early as we wanted to is what's making this tough, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's it's super annoying because again, you know, I think that if we had put up the three points and Valor had maybe tied their game or lost but we'd be in a much better position now than we currently yeah. are because our, our hold on the lead is tenuous right it's two points yeah. um so yeah i mean i see the under 21 minutes playing out in the way that it's played out so far where carlos will blend in as much under 21 minutes as he can probably lots of Bahu starts um i think we're gonna see a lot more of antoniac um and maybe some Zach mixed in there, honestly. Like I'd like to see some more well, I think I think yeah, he had a little too. bit of
0: an injury and that's why he was there to the squad. And I think he came on and kind of did the business a bit on Friday. Yep. I think uh you know he's fast. Yeah, it was a good good now. first 20 back. So <laughs> <laughs> he is super fast. Yeah.
1: So so I mean I think yeah, I mean I think we have the speed um shaping them up a little bit would be good. Um but again, they're young players, right? There is a lot of raw talent, a lot of raw talent. Yeah. um and then it's just it's just developing that so mm-hmm. i think that we will i fully trust in carlos and fernando when they say we're going to hit the under 21 minutes um again i think it's bullshit that the league waited until halfway through the season to be like oh yeah the punishment is actually this um <laughs> but you know it's what it is and we got to work around it yeah um, I all mean, right, you're,
0: you're gonna you're gonna deal with bush league shit with the yep. sometimes, yep. so that's yep. what, that's what we're doing right now. But yeah, True. I mean, you know, if, if Valor not winning those two games against Forge in a row would have been like fucking sick for us, but yes, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, yep. they're going yep. on a, they're a bit of a wagon at the moment. So yep, yep.
1: Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um, all right, after six goals in two games, we've now gone scoreless in the last two. What needs to change to get back to scoring form, or was it a fluke
0: for for a few games? I don't think it was a fluke at all. I think we played, I think our style of football, obviously we know it works really well against, um, uh, against Calvary because we beat them all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, and you know, we know it works well against, uh, Halifax because they like to attack a lot. So, yep. um, I mean, you know, they, they'll, they'll tell you that they're defensive, but you know, they like to get into your end a lot. So, yeah. um, and they're, they're and,
1: defensive know, to me. They're defensive with massive air quotes.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah passing it sideways and backwards doesn't necessarily make you defensive it just makes you a little <laughs> not creative but uh, anyways uh not scoring i mean not scoring against forge is you know that's kind of the norm i don't think that's a huge uh alarm bell um not scoring against edmonton yeah that's a bit worrying but i mean we talked about why that happened it was it was an extremely good midfield battle against two teams that sort of w- wanted to play the same way i guess <laughs> um so I don't think it was a fluke that we scored those uh, that we scored six goals in two games and I don't think it was a fluke that we scored no goals in these past two games. It's just, you know, this is a in an eight, we're in, a, in an 18 league, it's it's really kind of incredible how different every team tends to play. Yeah. So you can't be one-dimensional in this league. You know, you have to be pragmatic and you have to switch up your style and sometimes we do and it works and sometimes we don't. Uh, and it doesn't against Edmonton. So, yep. You know, I mean, this this is. I mean, here's a guy who's who's you know never been in this country, and he's just sitting in first place. He's gonna fucking get it wrong sometimes, you know. And sometimes he does, and most of the time he doesn't. But it's not uh, that's not a dig on him. I think he's growing into the league, and you know, th- we've got another year with him after this one as well. Yep. So, I mean, we're in Cargo. Gonna... We trust man. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So no, yep. I don't think it's a fluke. I don't think we should be worried either. And I I think these four games on the road are going to serve us well because of how much better we actually are on the yeah, road. Yeah, true <laughs> our road record is <laughs> so really it's good for us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Speaking of this, this is the only one I'm going to ask this one. you um is the dub too powerful? Yes. How is the ra- <laughs> How is the rare chance of shooting our our direction in the second half wasted? Are we too distracting to the team? <laughs> i love i love the end of that
1: question are we too distracting to the team Uh, do you think Uh, looked
0: up and saw tyrannosaurus rex and that's why he missed the net yeah
1: it could be (laughs) it could be you know um yeah i mean i think the dub is probably it has evolved over the course of the season into like a a little bit of the heart and soul of of td place um so you know it, it sucks that we were shooting our way and we didn't score um but I, I don't think we're too distracting. I, well if, or if we are, I think we're distracting in a good way. Cause yeah. you know, I like to see the players' faces when they score or do something sweet and they hear the whole dub like go wild. Um so it it to me it's 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 worth it. It's worth it for the noise. Yeah. It's worth it for the players, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, hilarious question. Are we distracting?
0: <laughs> are we distracting? I mean it's it's kind of valid because I mean like like those two games in a row, finish nil nail um and they were both at home you know like we're having we're having a lot of trouble scoring at home and we've talked endlessly about why it is and I mean it's it's probably like we say it's probably just more the way the type of football that we play we're better being the underdogs than we are at being having the home advantage so I don't necessarily think it's 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 because of the dub. It is. It, although I will say that the dub is too powerful. Everyone. Yeah, of course, of that. course.
1: That was like that was the easiest part of that question to answer. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we talked. The next question was basically: Should we be hopeful that we're heading into four four road games in a row? Oh, I mean, yeah. we kind of talked about it. Yeah, um, we kind of did. I, I, think, I think we should be. I think we should be. Yeah.
0: I think it's it's we because we're yeah obviously we have to play we we played all of our games against Edmonton and we've played all of our games against Forge so then it's the other five teams in the league that we have to do and then all of them are away except York at home at home yeah I to close out the that's season what we have left yeah. yeah so yeah no we're 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 an absolute wagon on the road so I don't uh, I I th- I think they're gonna lick their wounds of the past two games and then head out there and and just decimate this country coast to coast. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of conquistadors just yeah. <laughs> running rampant all over this goddamn place. Do you, I'm going to ask this one of you. Do you guys have or are you aware of any other people who have weird superstitions when it comes to away games? Do all your pot handles have to face a certain direction for us to get a road win? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, superstitions.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any. you got any, Johnny?
0: I never wear the shirt. Oh, I'm yeah. To, yeah, I used to. And then uh, I forgot one time and we smashed them. Uh, and so, from that moment on, I stopped wearing the shirt while I'm watching at home. Also, I'm like too old to do that. So,
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I also don't wear my shirt watching games uh, for that same reason. So, uh, but yeah, um yeah, for me, I mean, obviously, shirts is one. Um, if I'm going to miss a game, like watching it or whatever, if it's an away game, I don't want to know the score or anything because for, for some weird reason, even at halftime. I have this weird like vision that I'm jinxing the team by like watching the score, but not watching the game.
0: (laughs) So yeah. Oh, I'm the the same with you. Every, every every, every time I look at the score of a game where I'm invested in it, but I'm not looking at the game. You always get that sinking feeling when you open the app up and then you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like like, (laughs) every time this happens every fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) So that that would be mine. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But for that's sure. even for a game that's not even my team, but say it's another result. You know, say it's Valor or Forge or something, or, or, or yeah, any for other sure. game. They the will, other exactly, team, right? I'll look at it and they'll be like, oh, fuck off. Like every, yeah, that <laughs> Every time me, I like, look at the app instead of the game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That happened uh, during the Val game because I was like, I was like, fuck. Like when I saw the score at, at half or at, uh, at 60 70 minutes in or whatever. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, so I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I did that and did that to us because that was, was obviously nice. the reason.
0: Yeah, it was you. It was you. But <laughs> it's funny because obviously we wanted them to take points off Forge so that we could keep like the top four, like we could separate from them. But then now, now they're in the top four. Is like, oh god, damn it! We didn't. We wanted you to be good, but not that good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We needed. We needed like Edmonton to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So um, kind of all like right. What
0: Halifax did just for us against Cavalry, but that's uh, true. Thank you, Halifax. off of them. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
1: Um. Yeah. Last. All right. There's one more here. Uh, Who is
0: running the ATO memes Twitter account? (laughs) Dude, I don't fucking know. I have like we've asked, we've asked on the Discord, we've asked in group chats and stuff. We've asked around. I've DM'd some people for like personal answers. Nobody will fess up to who is running the ATO memes Twitter account.
1: So it's a mystery. I hope they reveal themselves like at the end of the season. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I honestly
0: have no idea who it could be. No, but keep it up. I mean, we have some, like, wild... Like, we have, like, the, the Japanese fan account. Yeah. Um, and I used to think that they basically just uh, translated the tweets that the club put out. But um, I have it on good authority from someone who literally speaks Japanese that was reading their tweets. And they're like, yeah, no, it's not just straight translation. Like, they put their own analysis into this stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, that's fuck. Like, They're watching it. Like, it's not <laughs> just some stuff on the internet to get followers that eventually sell your account to, you know, advertise, you know... <laughs> Candles or, 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 or you know you know the you know other adult products that these sometimes see advertised under tweets but no it's a real this is a real person from Japan watching us so it could yep. it could just be some rando from everywhere
1: well that's that's it, how you know you not know? eat so massive you're not we massive you ever it, see, it, you ever
0: see the you ever seen the map of where people listen to this podcast? Yeah,
1: it's wild. It's wild all over. For a while, we were like number 61 in France. I was like, what? (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) For soccer, soccer podcasts. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I love that. I love how big the club has gotten. I love that we have fans all over the world. Um, So, yeah, I uh, I will happily wave the ATO flag in Latvia for the next few years.
0: There you go. There you go we're massive you heard it here i low key, I, lo- I low i key want
1: to like try and arrange some kind of like f- friendly in the summer between like ATOB or like ATMB maybe or, or our guys and like you know Riga FS or or like any of those other like local laughing teams and like you yeah, know this is the summer we can do a little friendly you sick. know
0: that would be sick. Just send, send sick. him to send him to Spain in the off season when the boys are there. Like, yeah, so true. A, yeah, that'd be you know, sick. Friendly against.
1: All right. Miami. Well, now I got to make friends with the team there. Great. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have no problem with that. Any, yeah. Anyone, anyone that was at Patty's wedding knows that he doesn't have any fucking problem making friends. <laughs> I've been in a yeah. It was MMP a real blowout. In a long ass time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the mailbag. It was a good one. Yep, it was probably yeah. more in the mailbag than elsewhere. <laughs> other than just bitching about Ben Hoskins, but uh, <laughs> speaking of the dub, yes. So this is your last home match for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was outstanding,
1: absolutely outstanding. It blows my socks off every every yeah. game I go. A um, bunch of my buddies weren't weren't really football fans, but they were there because I'm them to go as part of my bachelor party. Um, and man, even afterwards, they were like, "That was actually a good time." And like, we don't even like soccer; it was a good time. I'm yeah. Like I know.
0: <laughs> what I tell you,
1: yeah. What did I tell you, that's why I wanted to go.
0: well uh, the amount of of people that will go to games that don't really bother watching other soccer on tv because that's not what they care about they just like the atmosphere it's there's a lot yep like my friends love going and they don't watch at home like (laughs) yeah exactly so um yeah keep it up uh while i'm away you know and when i come back i will be ready to rock back in the dub again it's evolving like crazy too. Every time I'm there, because I'm not there very. There's often, more and more people. I'm there. There's more people. There's more traditions. Like uh, Bryce has the signs now with the. Oh, I love that. Them. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Going from section to section, like you, you look up. It's like, oh shit, when did he get over there? I'm like, <laughs> I, I saw he was he was waving Wally in like. Oh, from the from the north side. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck is this happening? You know, while he made his way over to the other side of the field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So no, Dub was amazing. Uh, the hot stove was fire. Hot I stove. To was that back on my train into town, oh, I didn't catch it live, but I listened back. It yeah, it I listened to it day when day. I was, it was
1: driving around very, doing errands. But yeah. yeah, man, watching like Joey and Alex spar is like so good. Like, are <laughs> listening to it? It's <laughs> so that good. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that kid
0: was getting bullied. Yeah, yeah. yeah the amount of times I like heard cool. people say he has a clown ass take, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, everyone knows what they're signing up for when they when they get in there and get on the microphone, and that's 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 what it's for. Yep. the hot stove's for it's so, for your hot so, takes so show up and,
1: and give us your hot takes yeah, also exactly. awesome job by Eddie for moderating it um let you oh, know he, he, yeah he really makes sure that everyone gets a chance to talk and stuff so it's it's really nice so good job yeah. Eddie as well for the hot stuff yeah
0: for sure well I mean he does well that's the thing it's like when he's when two people are going at it He's, he doesn't necessarily need to drop his take. He'll just be like, ooh, what is your response? Yeah. And what is your response? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you got to say to that? And then he he's like, and now clown. I'm going to rope in Billy. Billy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Billy, what do you think of this clown? <laughs> yeah, so Hot hot Stone was excellent. Really, really good. Yeah, tune into those. We're, we'll have, well, fun. We've got four... Uh, Five matches left in the season, so we do we do five chances to get on Twitter and uh call people clowns, Spe- yep. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of next matchup this sunday four p m pacific FC, away yep, we have drawn there and lost there in our history, I believe yes what do yes you, uh, and what I don't know to for this,
1: yeah, <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, whether or not Carlos will be there because he, you know, a red card and got sent off. I don't know if that means he's going to miss that game, which would suck. Um, Joey's in Joey's notes, he put with quote, with the sour taste of Hoskins's shit in our gullets (laughs) as we go to Pacific, which I thought is a hilarious saying. Um, It's Honestly, it's going to be an important game. Um, We need, we need points. We need points at this point. So um, I would like to go in and pick up three, beat Pacific on their home turf. That would be great. Yep. um yeah what can well, we say they're is-
0: having they're having some trouble now with diaz being gone Yep, um, they haven't they haven't been scoring a lot i mean obviously they beat us but uh it's i don't know it, it, it's it's the thing it, it's definitely a game that we should be at least getting points from um, exactly Cargo's probably not going to be there i don't know if we appealed the red card you know you know how the league i mean I hope, so. I hope so i hope so yeah it, well you know it was labor day so maybe no one was in the office <laughs> the out. You know, that's the well throw of back that to that early season after. game one exactly, that's the type of shit that <laughs> happens here so if he's not there um actually i also have it on good authority not good authority the schedule's probably on the internet but uh i believe the carlton ravens have a game on this sunday so that would mean that Quazy Loney won't be able to be there either so it will probably be David Galan our uh, other assistant coach who ha- hasn't been at the helm once yet this season so let's see Johnny Johnny, out. is this
1: where you're announcing that you're filling in as temporary coach is this the build up
0: <laughs> I'm flying out to BC baby <laughs> flying out to Langford
1: yeah you're like, you're like alright listen to, to prep for this match you have to listen to all of the episodes of After the Whistle
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't don't come complaining to me if we were mean to you either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you listen it. and take the advice me alone. yeah, no, I think uh, it would be nice to win. I think just basically for the rest of the season, it would be really great not to lose. to be yep. honest with you, uh, yep. I think not losing the next five games is gonna that will bump it's us going to me that's going be that, yeah, that's definitely the most important part, I think yeah, that'll be it's key like, to making sure yeah. we clinch up. you can't win, don't lose. exactly exactly yep. and i don't i don't think we've made it to our 15 win goal yet i don't know if we will but we've gotten pretty goddamn close so i don't think there's anything to be ashamed of yet so far no nope, there is not yep okay well that that's the next matchup that was that was basically our quick and dirty episode i think we did a good job uh stuff to mention here golden <laughs> i love how scarf. you're patting yourself on the back you're like i think we did great <laughs> i think we did great buddy <laughs> golden scarf nomination yeah golden scarf's open it is uh, our yearly award that CCSG uh, awards to, you know, not mess, not just the best player, but whoever we think deserves a Golden Scarf. You know, it's kind of a je ne sais quoi. That could be your favorite plus the best. CapitalCitySupporters.com slash Golden Scarf or you go to CapitalCitySupporters.com and go up on other. There will be a link for Golden Scarf there as well. You can nominate a player um, and then there will be voting afterwards with the nominations and whatnot. And um uh, Last season, Malcolm Shaw won it. Yep. Thoroughly deserved. Um, this season, there's going to be a couple of players. It's going to be a like race. That. I think
1: it's going to be a race. There's a lot of, a lot good of quality race. candidates out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be the noms. And then I think uh, there'll be some pieces that we'll write, like we did last year as well, sort of yep. making our case. And it's going to be really tough to pick.
1: It is, honestly, really this year. It's first world problems we have. Well, oh, we have too first many good problems. players. <laughs> exactly. Too many good players.
0: Oh, we're, we're trying to keep our spot at the top of the league. So hard. <laughs> oh, suffering from success, as DJ <laughs> Yeah, as DJ Khaled said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the next matchup, viewing parties at GCP. We've got four of those in a row now. Definitely go so, if you haven't been. Hells to the yes. Uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. Because uh, BC is really far away, so their 7 p.m. game is 4 p.m. for us. Actually, no. So there would be their 1 p.m. game is 4 p.m. for us. I don't math too good, y'all. <laughs> I just talk. <laughs> 4 p.m. Sunday. Obviously, we got the hot stove. Uh, there's one game left. Home game this is our final game. It's gonna be against York. Uh, well, I mean, until we make the playoffs, that is. Anyways, <laughs> I'm saying it now. I wasn't saying it before, but I'm saying it now. We're gonna do it um buying tickets in the dub go to capital click on the little dub thing become a member of ccsg all that good stuff you know how it is patty what else is there to say
1: um i'm gonna give a i'm gonna give a special shout out uh to our boy owen antoniak um yesterday being my last game i uh I, I was behind the ato bench right at the very end and i, I was yelling I was oh like, Owen? oh and finally like turned around and was like hey man he like came over and gave me a high five and i was like hey like can I, you know, I, I, my Jersey had a few signatures on it, but I want to put it in like a nice frame in my office. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, just give me the Jersey. And then he ran into the locker room, got the whole team to sign it. No um, way. Yeah. and came out and gave it back to me. So um, thank you, Owen. Uh, not only for being part of the team, but for doing a fan a favor. Um, That's sick, and, man. I had no yeah. idea you
0: didn't tell me that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, it was, it was pretty what sick. Um,
1: so yeah. Uh, so thanks Owen. Uh, thanks to the team. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's bittersweet for me to say goodbye uh but you know it's not goodbye it's see you later and i will be watching very closely from latvia all season all next season all the season after that uh so yeah yeah vamos at Letty is all i gotta say without wearing the shirt because it's
0: bad luck yes without,
1: <laughs> yeah, without wearing the shirt it's bad luck <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. it'll be so, hanging so, on the wall <laughs> exactly hanging on the wall so so that's where you were for the rest of the game for those who don't know it was 80s night and uh patty and his crew were dressed up no, very ridiculously on brand, yeah. very on brand and then they went to the on the pitch to do the contest at halftime and then uh, he disappeared and i didn't see him for the rest of the night <laughs> <laughs> i was all over just, the job and then i was down further yeah, I was <laughs> <just> <laughs> bachelor party things man yeah. he was on an adventure you you can't uh, you can't tame this cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well anyway thanks for listening everyone uh, love you all and uh, we'll see you uh, next week see you next week.